Blog Talk Radio. What's up? Welcome to the best. Good morning, Kathy Anello. Jim Poma in the house. (laughs) How are we doing this lovely, lovely Friday morning? Well, I'm up early. Thank you. (laughs) I know, me too. today, Today was one of those days that I totally could have slept in, which is very rare in my life. I'm not a morning sleeper, but uh, this morning when I when the, I actually set an alarm, which I never do, but I was so afraid that I was going to miss this. So I was like, the alarm went off, and I was like, wow, an alarm. Wow, I have to get up. Like, it was such a different – I've been living such a free spirit life for a long time of not having any time to get up. Like, maybe once in the last year I've had to get had to get up. So it was a it was a rough night last night. Um, I I stayed in town last night and it was so busy and loud and sirens and police and I, I mean it was nonstop last night. A party at the Forest Club all night long, singing in the streets at two o'clock in the morning. I was just like, hey, well they're living their best life. What am I what am I gonna say? If you so I, if you I call going that. to the Forest Club and staying out on a Thursday <laughs> night living your best life, then I suppose they definitely are. I don't think I would, you know, like uh, count that as living my best life, but that's all right. <laughs> well, you know what? It's true. I'll give you that. But everybody's what I was, you know, know what I know to be true is that everybody's level of best life is different, and so. So for the guy that's standing at the Forest Club and singing in the street last night, maybe intoxicated, that's his level of best life, you know. And it's not my level of best life uh, at all anymore. Like alcohol is kind of a turnoff to me right now. And and so anyways, it's just so yeah, we have to stop. Uh, you and I talked about it, judging what other people's level of in the world is, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, you know, non-judgment is the key to our success here as human beings. Like, uh, as soon as we stop judging one another for doing something, not doing something, uh, it takes away the the separation. It, it shows you that you are you are part of that individual having that experience technically, and you, you, you want to just offer space for them to do that. Of course, obviously, you know, like do no harm to others. That's never fun. Um, and we don't want to see anyone get hurt in the world, but people are going to do what people are going to do. And we're just beings having an experience and what an, what a crazy wild ride, right? This is a crazy wild ride. And I was, um, Really, last week you know, after our show, and, and I kind of had a busy weekend, uh, on Sunday night, I went to concert in the park. I didn't see you there. You didn't go to concert in the park Sunday. Because I went to this really amazing party for my friend Val, who had a birthday, and cool. uh, I was cool. surrounded by the brightest and the shiniest individuals that I've ever met in my life, and it just felt like oh. home. And I stayed up way too late. I saw the sun come up. Uh, and then <laughs> um, me and my friends got a little bit of sleep. And uh, when I woke up the next day, I was like, I'm going to concert. But then slowly after that, my energy levels dwindled and uh, didn't make it. But I feel bad because my friend Christian was playing and I missed that yeah. part of he was great. Uh, the he show. Was great. But 
Yeah, good. Well, I'm glad that you were there to support him. It was a fantastic show, and what what I loved about uh, the was the vibe that was going on there because obviously, you know, we've had changes in our world, you know, and we know that things are going backwards instead of forward. But everybody was there just being and being respectful and being happy. And whenever I'm in that happy vibe, I kind of can forget about the world for a minute and what's going on outside of us. And I, and I know that that's all we have is the control of our little, this little world right here that Kathy's in. It's the only control right now that I have in this world. So it was really lovely to just be for a minute, you know, and, and, yeah. and in music and in food and happy people eating and dancing. And yeah, it was really, it was a really good vibe. So good for Christian. They did great. It was really wonderful. That's awesome. And I was going to add to that, like technically the only thing that is ever going on is what you're doing. That's it. Everything else is an ancillary character in this imaginative like reality (laughs) that we live in. And, you know, a lot of things, if you stay out of the news, like you're much happier because you're not, plagued, so to speak, by the the buzzword of the day. Well, you know, I feel like putting a knife in my heart because I don't like to watch the news, but this last, well, besides the last two, three days, I've been watching the news because it kind of sucks you in, you know, but the advice to not watch it and just like let your phone give you a little blurb so if there's something like major, like you'll, you'll know, but, it, but all the little rhetoric that's going on on this you know, the news is really honestly damaging for your health and your best life. And I agree with that. Like we have got to step out and do what is good for us and good for the people around us and let that ripple effect hopefully come out there in the world. That's really all we can do right now. And it's working just so you know, it's just a process that takes a lot longer than you could imagine. And so you just have to keep living that best life. You know, like put your <laughs> put your uh, right foot forward, left foot next. You know, uh, and then just keep <laughs> marching dance, because turn around. <laughs> that's right. the The victory lies in our smiles, you know, and mm-hmm. the way we carry ourselves. Mm. So, and other people see that. I, I when I was at this party this weekend, this lady came up to me. And goes, your energy is just out of control. Like you have this like glow about you, and we sat. Her name is Leah, and Leah, if you're listening, you're an amazing woman. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. We're really grateful for our conversation. Um, but it was amazing, and I shared my near-death experience with her, which I think actually is where I get a lot of my energy from, because once you've seen what it is that we are in actuality, you know that we are pure love at its most infinite form, and there is no way to, like, delete that image out of your head. It's like, you know, once you know, you can't unknow. And so, mm. um, you know, that's, that's an experience that in the beginning I was really disliked because it took away where my focus and energy was going. You know, I was a real estate agent for a short period of time. But in hindsight, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I have found other things that helped me get back to that place. So uh, I'm actually going to go participate in a ceremony um, on Saturday in Santa Cruz with a bunch of these people that I met at the party. They invited me because oh, my wow. birthday's on the 10th. And oh, the the guy, Alec, who is keeping fire, his birthday's on the 8th. And so we started talking 
And he's like, dude, what are you doing on, on the 8th? So I'm like, uh, I don't know. Do you want to come down to Santa Cruz and sit ceremony? I'm like, yeah, I do. That sounds wonderful. So, uh, yeah. That trip's long overdue for you because you were supposed to sit ceremony in Columbia, and then that was canceled. So this is, yeah. um, I feel like the timing for you, especially after the last couple weeks of experience for you, I can't wait to talk to you after this and see what, what, what came up for you. And, you know, if I wasn't such it's a sissy lala, I'd probably join you. <laughs> I'm going to cry maybe. When you know, honestly, Kathy, I think you can totally do it. And not only that, but um, I think it would help clear up a lot of uh, trauma and other things that you kind of hold on to a little bit because it really opens yeah. you up and shows you like a lot of people will have walkthroughs of their life and experiences that they've had and it shows them like the positive aspect out of, out of it. And it helps. It's, you know, um, my friend Alexandra, she went to that ceremony and she goes to a therapist and she basically said that it was like 10 years of therapy in, you know, a night. So it's very yeah. powerful medicine. It's very beautiful. And if you guys don't know what medicine I'm talking about, it's ayahuasca. And um, we have been canceled twice on our trips to Colombia. First time was because of COVID. Second time technically was because of COVID, but there was also civil unrest going on in the country. So it, I'm really excited. It's falling right before my 40th birthday. Wow. That's such good so timing. It's a game changer. And I can't wait. I mean, I think about when I was 40. And, you know, I go back to that and I think there, there's so many opportunities in your 40s to change the game. Like you're kind of in this place in your life and maybe you have your career and maybe you have your kids and maybe you have your life or maybe you're looking for your soulmate or whatever's happening. But 40s for me was so like I took a path, the wrong path, but I took a path. And that was my next 10 years of my life. You know, that was what I decided to do for whatever reason, for whatever I got. But I think this is a pivotal time in people's lives because in your 50s, you get kind of like, here I am. But what you were saying about, about me going to ceremony is it's so interesting is that I have been in this place, which I've been pretty vocal about on the show, of unknown. Like I don't know where my life is going. I don't know what to do. I'm not following my bliss, which we talked about. I don't even know necessarily what my bliss is anymore because your bliss can change over so many, you know, a lot of times. And so I was sitting there thinking like, wow, like how, what is my bliss? What makes me happy? You know, I've had things or people that have made me happy, but what's the core happiness? And, and I'm, not, I'm not there. I can't say that I am 100% happy. I'm going through the motions. I'm going through life. I'm very affected by other people still. Like my, my empath field is, is kind of penetratable right now. I feel the energy in the, in the air from the world. I feel the energy from people around me, and I'm like, I just want to go get in a hole and, like, be like, okay, call me when this is all over. <laughs> so it's been an interesting right. time. I, I, I think you in your 40s, this is a good time for you to, like, go, what is my bliss? What am I doing? I know what your bliss is. I mean, you're an excellent artist. Well, so. I am working out some details that, um, you know, it, I feel like as every birthday passes, for me, it is a reflecting point to see if I'm actually 
doing the things that I intended to do. I have a list in my office of things that I, I want to do, you know, like on my board over here. And I, I found for like the last, I don't know, five, six months, I wasn't doing that. I, I wasn't doing it at all. And then after COVID hit, um, it was like I had a new lease on life. And I was able to, and when I say COVID hit, I'm referring to the COVID that I got like a month ago. Um, I, I, I was full of energy, even though I was tired. I had like this new purpose and this new drive to uh, wake up and smile, live my life, um, practice piano, go to sleep early, don't drink during the week, you know, like all these things. And I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm feeling really, really good about it. Now, if I could just figure out how to get my energy levels all the way to 100 again, uh, I will be at the gym and I will be doing all these things, take my bike out for rides, take my dog for more walks, you know. And um, I think that when, like we were discussing earlier before we started the podcast, uh, like a little bit of stress. And I think that if, we get out and get that exercise, it will help us process some of the energies that we're feeling. And so I'm just looking forward to the, the 40s, the four O. Oh. What I really love, I, I got to get you a present. I'm so excited. But what, what I, um, what I loved about that was that, you know, you had this sort of experience, you know, I like to call it the Jerry Maguire experience where you kind of are, are so sick in your body that your body's, you wake up and you're better and you're willing to say, none of that worked for me anymore. And I'm making these positive changes and I, maybe I was enlightened through my illness or maybe something just shifted in my body where it's like, no, none of that works anymore. Now I'm going to live my life this way. And I love that and that's where I'm stuck because I'm not going one way or the other. I'm just kind of sitting here in the middle going, go to work, you know, da-da-da. And having two houses has been kind of, chaotic for me because I'll get to one house and I'll be like, where's my da-da-da, you know? And I think, oh, I've always had this dream to have two houses. But the truth is I'm ready for one house, you know, one perfect house. And, and so there's been all these things coming up for me like, what is working? What is, and I think we have to ask ourselves on the daily, if this isn't working, why am I doing it? You know, what is it that's holding me back from making that sledgehammer change? And, you know, it's fear. You need courage to make changes. And then my class last night was saying, follow your bliss. And I was like, what the hell is my bliss? Where do I find happiness? Well, I find happiness with children. You know, like I love hanging out with the littles. And I find happiness in writing, which I have not done for a month. And I have find joy in podcasting, which, thank you, we're back. And then I love it. And But be, beyond that, I... I don't know, like, I'm really misplaced right now, and, and, it, and I haven't felt that way for years, but here I am, and the reason why is because I'm changing, because shit's changing. That's why I feel the way I am. Yeah, absolutely. In turbulent times, we have the most change occur, you know, like, uh, yeah. and when you're feeling like you're in the dark, remember, seeds grow in the dark, so don't be afraid. Don't be worried. I love your metaphors. <laughs> No, for real. I mean, that's, oh, I think so. that's a great analogy. Seeds grow in the dark and, and you're sitting, you have to sit sometimes in that darkness to get to the light. Uh, you know, President Ikeda uh, says, always darkest near the dawn. You know, and when you think about that, it's, 
always, you know, you get this very dark light and then all of a sudden the sun comes up and there's this beautiful sky sometimes and you're just like, wow, this is glorious. And you may have just been in the darkest moments of your life, but suddenly you wake up and you own your life. And, and so, you know, I'm not sure where this is all going for me, but I know that I am in transition. Plus, I've been seeing five by five everywhere. <laughs> I saw it last night. When I was uh, check- changing my uh, thermostat, I was like, oh, it's 555. Great. Well, for those of you that don't know what 555 is, it's an angel number, and it means change. And if you repeatedly start seeing 555 everywhere, I, I, I used to be afraid of it. I'd be like, oh, crap, change is coming. And it was like almost like on like clockwork. Now I'm like, change is coming. I'm so happy. Like mm-hmm. I know things are shifting in my life, and that's the way the universe is telling me, just hang on, hang on. You got this. But you got to go through this before you can get there. You know, I love that you said that you used to be uh, afraid of it, scared of it. And you know what happens when you're afraid of change? The change comes a lot more bumpy than if it was you embraced it, give it a hug, love it. You know, I've been in some really interesting uh, situations inside of ceremony where scary things would start happening to me and I would grab my mala and I would say, I love you. I love you. And those scary things would fade away. And I would go back into the bliss state of ceremony. And I think that that's a really good thing to do with change is like, love it, embrace it because sorry, we never know where it's going to take us. And that's the most exciting part, right? There, there's is. a lot of change coming. The world is changing yeah. uh, almost effortlessly at this point in time. Our technology is <laughs> growing exponentially. Our information that we put on the web is like doubling every two years, which is insane. So everything is getting bigger and brighter. And, you know, we are, we're in a lull right now, but this lull is meant for the greatest aspect of change that you could ever imagine. So hang well, in there, everyone. No, I think it's interesting that you said, you know, the greatest changes and all these good things because you're looking at it through the right glasses. So there's the, the, the wrong, what's wrong glasses and there's the what's right glasses, right? And so there's no right or wrong glasses, but I just have well, to I'm just choose. You view, the wor- you view the world one way or you view the world another way. You view the world through the what's right. And so, some people, and maybe even myself recently, have been viewing the world in with, with what's wrong, what's wrong with the world, instead of what's right with the world. And, and all I'm saying is that you have to take the what's wrong mi- mindset and sort of push it out and go, what's right in my world? Who's right in my world? What feels the best in my world? And forget all that garbage over here that hopefully it will just, you know, mount so high that it just pushes the garbage of your life out. If that makes any sense, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, there, there's no time like present to disconnect from things that aren't serving you. Um, because if you really Especially want to, to grow and change and move forward, you have to let go of certain, and you know, myself included, you know, alcohol's not serving me during the week. Okay, stop. All right, great. We're doing good. Um, so far, we're crushing it. And um, also, you know, when you go sit, when you go sit ceremony, you're on a dieta, and that's a pretty strict diet of, you know, no sex, no masturbation, no meat, uh, and all this other stuff. And, 
no alcohol, of course. So I have abstained from those things intentionally because my <laughs> intentions are good. But uh, I haven't so really had a craving. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a craving for alcohol. You know, I played pretty tough on last weekend and I was like, okay, that's good. I feel great. And I had like all this amazing energy from being around these bright, shiny people. And I was like, great. Perfect. I'm ready. I can do this. I got this. And, you know, and I think that's a, a good point is that who who we associate with on, on the daily, you know, like who's in our world that, like you said, lifts you up and brings out that bright side of you. And I think when, you know, the way the world is sort of isolating us, uh, it's hard to, to know who's the person, you know, who brings me light right now because I'm so sort of disconnected except for like family and close, close friends. I'm kind of disconnected from meeting new people. I'm kind of disconnected from from the world. And it's like, but it makes a difference who's in your daily. If you get around a person that's negative all the time or that complains all the time and you're kind of a normal, happy person, you know, then they bring you down. And so I think that's a really good point. Like you want to migrate towards who, not only what brings you bliss, but who brings you bliss. Who do you feel the best? when you're around and sometimes when you have a feeling with someone and that feels the best, like you can't, you just want to be around them all the time. That's how people fall in love. Like they just get that wow feeling when they're together. And it's like that feeling is the best. right? So you want more and more and more and more of it. I just got excited about that. Like that's what the feeling when people fall in love, like that's exciting. That sounds exciting. Your girl is coming. I know she is. Oh, (laughs) indeed. Uh, You know, I have a philosophy, and that is if you are doing all the things that you want to do, like I'm practicing piano, I really want to make music, um, and I'm actually working on a little jingle to open us up into our podcast, but uh, it's not quite there yet. I have some ideas, but when you get where you're going, your person will show up. So in the interim... You know, you're just kind of playing, you know, keeping yourself occupied. But, you you know, we all have work to do. We all have dreams and visions. And sometimes, like, being uh, alone with those is a really good thing because it allows you tons of time to practice. When I started painting, I spent every single night after I got off work in my garage till 10 o'clock at night. I would drink wine um, and throw paint. And that's all I did. And <laughs> throw a little paint. <laughs> throw a little paint. And, and it was so liberating. But, you know, I spent probably 10,000 hours in my garage learning how to paint the style that I do. And I couldn't have done that if I was preoccupied with something else, some other energy that was like taking me down. And oftentimes, uh, I have let uh, girlfriends get in the way of me being creative because I put their needs first. And, um, and, you know, I, it's time I'm 40 years old. If I don't do me now, I'm never going to have an opportunity. And then when I'm really on my, uh, semi deathbed, I'm never go, I'm going to have regrets and, and, you know, no regrets, none, none whatsoever. Uh, great book for that five, the, the top, what is it? The five top regrets of the dying by Bonnie, I can't remember her last name, but but that book, uh, 
kind of puts it into perspective. She was a hospice nurse that worked with people who were dying. And so she was like, what do you regret, you know, and it was working too much and, you know, not being around family enough. Or, uh, and so I think that, uh, A, we don't want regrets. But what I wanted to touch on is you said, you know, I'm 40 and this is the time. And I wasted those years. You know, I didn't have my bliss. I was living for somebody else. I was more interested in making sure that a person was happy, my kids were happy, my boss was happy, than I was that Kathy was happy. And so my owning what's true for me and my happiness didn't come till really the last three years of my life. And so I'm like, was it too late? You know, I, I grapple with that. Did I, did I waste too much time? Because I'm really right now just going, okay. I don't need anybody. I mean, I really don't need anybody in my life. And that the person that comes into my life is going to enhance it, not, you know, come in and make me go, are you okay? <laughs> Every day. Yeah. You know, are you okay? I, I'm not going to say uh, I'm okay. I'm going to support if they have, I'm going to support I, if they're not okay. But I yes. will never be like, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Unless you're sick in bed with COVID or something. And then yeah, I, might I, mean, I mean, obviously, if, unless, you know, you're being, yeah, compassionate for what their plight is. But I think that I used to come in and be like, tread the water before I walked in the door. Like, is this going to be okay? Did I unload the dishwasher? Is there going to be something that ticked them off today? Or, you know, when you get into a pattern in a relationship where that is your norm, it's like, whoa. So being able to step out of that and look back and say, that will never be my truth again. The person that I end up with is going to enhance my life. I am not going to try to fix theirs, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I think that's a really important thing for any relationship. Enhancement, not fixing. You should be, like we've talked in the podcast, whole. And uh, when you come into your relationship, the other person is in the same level at the same place and you guys uh, feed off of each other. And then it just get, continues to get better and better and better. And maybe I live in a Disney reality created by the <laughs> Prince Charming and the princess, but I actually believe that it is true. And I've seen uh, like these groups of people I was with this weekend, tons of couples that are just, you could tell they're perfect for each other. Right. Yeah. Same. I've seen I've seen the same lately. I've been noticing. And maybe the people that stayed together during pandemic and really took the time to get to know each other, because a lot of people, couples were quarantined together this year, right? Like you when you're when you're in that, like in your twenty four seven, you get to know somebody really well. And I have to think that, that a lot of people who did that were just like so much more accepting of each other. You know, like and that's really what the key is here. I don't know how we got our relationships, but 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 it's, it's, it's yeah right it's acceptance of each other and and I think that when I see a happy couple it really joys me I mean I can get a joy jump from that because I'm like I love seeing people in love respecting each other and loving each other and feeling it in their presence because you when you're with a relationship of people that aren't that <laughs> you're like running for the hills like I cannot be around toxic relationships if somebody's mad at somebody or they're you know quipping at each other or, can't do it. It. It's, a, it's infuriating, isn't it? You know, yeah. uh, you said something earlier, and I wanted to touch on it. Um, you were talking about how you had wasted 10 years of your life. And I, I want you to know there's no time wasted when you're learning a lesson. 
and the lesson is good and it will bring you to your bliss. It's going to bring you to your person. It's going to bring you exactly where you need to be. And you should be grateful for that time that you spent because it took a long time for you to learn how to be free again. I'm working on that. <laughs> you, you guys can't yeah. see my face. Well, you come sit ceremony with us and you will be. You will be totally 100% free. Something I'm going to think about because I've had it come up a couple of times and it's like if I'm going to stay stuck forever, I've got to do something to get out of the stuckness because I'm stuck. Like I'm, I feel like I'm stuck and I'm not really sure which way to go, but I'm, but I'm at least aware and I think that, that if you can wake up in the morning and be like, I'm living my best life, this is what feels the best, these are the people in my life, they feel the best, then you're good. You know, you just keep rolling through your days, there's going to be shit, but you're, you're good. But if you're like in a place where I'm at, where I'm like, is this my best life? Is the, are these the people that I want to be around? Like, are the, you know, all this stuff, you're like, okay. I'm not in my bliss. I'm not living my best life today because I am not sure what my best life is. So I'm really kind of in one way excited about that because I know shift is coming in that sense. Well, you know what a semi-good life looks like and you're kind of living it. So if you can imagine what your best life looks like, then it's going to get even better from here. Um, And, you know, I'm living my best life, even though at times, sometimes it's difficult and it's rough and, um, but at the at the core of it, my, you know, waking up in the morning and putting a smile on my face, getting on this podcast, which brings me great joy to sit here and chat with you and have this, yeah. I don't know, yeah. experience. It's like a therapy session for me almost where I get to just talk about whatever. And today it's really cool because we didn't have anything planned to talk about. And look at where we're going. Well, that's the beauty of, of a, a person you can have that kind of, kind of conversation with. Um one of the things I was just going to say, it kind of just left my mind, but I think that, uh, so I switching gears, I took off on a spontaneous trip to Tahoe. I, uh, what actually happened was my brother had a week planned in Tahoe. A, I wasn't going. A bear broke into the Airbnb that oh. he had rented and destroyed oh it. And the, lady, and the lady called him, like, they were leaving, I think, Sunday to go. They were from L.A. And... She called him on like Saturday, and she's like, "I, I can't rent you the place because a bear just destroyed it." But I have this other place in Carnelian Bay. We're just going to give to you for the same price. Beautiful five bedroom chalet <laughs> with a hot tub, and, you know, horseshoes, and close to the beach. And my brother called me up, and he's like, "You need to come up to Tahoe tomorrow. Like, you need to do this. Like, there's no reason you don't have a job. Like." go, you know, and I was like, okay, and I went, and it was absolutely enchanting, and the drive was wonderful, the lake was incredible, I mean, and I paddleboard strong for two days, last night I could hardly even move my arms, I was so sore, because the water's a little rougher in Tahoe than I'm used to, so you're kind of like really putting yeah. more force into it, and uh, when I got home last night, I was just like, holy crap, I'm tired, and I thought, oh, I paddleboarded for two days, which I haven't been doing a lot of. But what that did for me, just those two days, was take me out of this world enough to say, things are changing. I have to change. And so I, I came back and I was going to go to work yesterday, and I was like, mm-mm, not, no, I'm not ready. And even today, I'm like, yeah, I'm 
not ready, ready. So I might just take the whole day off today, too. And just Well, I thought that you were taking August off. Is that what you were doing, taking August off? Well, that was the plan. And it's it's working well, a lot so far. But there's just certain clients that I can't, you know, take 100% time off. They're, they really need their hands held a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, if it involves taxes, I need my hand held, too. No tax. Oh my God! I can't even go into this. Why did it, Why did you make things so well, difficult? Well, that's another thing. Is that when you're looking at your career, like like I love helping people with taxes. I love the work. I'm really good with numbers. I'm smart. But agencies, holy cow! Like I can't handle working with the IRS, the FTB, the EDD, the CD, all these Ackerman people who you base. And so I was like the other day going, Wow, is this really what I want to do? And I've been doing it for five years. It's like, is this really where I want my energy to go? And that comes back to, am I living my best life? Can I tolerate the uh, the yuck to ultimately have the good, be able to take a month of August off, you know, be able to do those things? So it's, again, still, fluctuation. Kathy doesn't know. <laughs> totally. You know, I uh, remember listening to this uh, YouTube video where this professor was talking about how have you ever been to a retail website and it's so easy to use it functions like a swiftness and there's if you go to the retail store there's tons of parking everywhere you know it's really nice but then let's talk about the government and let's talk about their website do you know how difficult it is to navigate their website (laughs) and have you ever been to a government building there's no parking why do you think that is because the business retailer needs you to be there. The government is, uh, what does he say? The government, you need the government, so they say. So you have to go to them because there's nowhere else to go. And it's like, ah, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, they, they have us. Hey, hey, they have us. <laughs> government well, women. not but technically. Maybe not. I mean. Yeah, maybe not. I, I think a lot remains to be seen because I think that people are waking up to wait a minute, like that's not working for me. So I want, I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to own what's true for me, and I'm not going to conform, and I'm not going to follow this. The, the you know, the, the, I'm going. I don't want to say follow. The, you know, like a sheep. I don't want to say it's not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, a lot of times we just go with the government instead of questioning the government. And I think that for me, being on the other side and seeing how they work. And knowing that there's just a bunch of little employees trying to, file, you know, do their job, and, and some of them are super nice, and some of them are complete assholes, that I don't even know where I was going, but I'm, like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, I got you. I took you out of your best life and brought you back to government. That the government never made anybody's life better. Let's just put it that way, right? Like no one's life is better because we have big government. Well, but but some people, like, you know, like, like people are getting help that need it. And, you know, some people are, don't think that's okay. But like child tax credits and, you know, earned income and stuff that where people are able to get a chunk of money at once and, and do their life. Like, I love when that, like when somebody comes in and they're getting a $7,000 refund, I'm doing the happy dance. That really brings me joy. When someone comes in and they have to pay $7,000, if they made a bunch of money, we're cool. But if someone comes in and they hardly made any money and they're living paycheck to paycheck and they still have to pay the government, I'm always questioning, how is it, you know? So anyways, I don't want to talk about it anymore because it it, it is upsetting to me. (laughs) I get it. All right. On a happier note. (laughs) On a happier note. Tahoe is fabulous. I recommend everybody 
who's not feeling like they're, they don't know what to do or they're feeling yucky, get in your car and go somewhere. We have beautiful beaches. We have Montgomery Woods. We have places in this community where you can go and set yourself free for a minute. And I, I think that was one of the things when I was driving back from Tahoe thinking, oh, this is so beautiful. I was like, whoa, I have all this in my backyard. And so if I have to go home and kind of chill for a minute because of what's going on in the world, then that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to find ways in my own area to get the same feeling that I just had in the last two days. But sometimes I'm a getaway person, so I love to get away. Like, that's my big. That's my whole August. I'm getting away. I'm going to Santa Cruz this weekend, going to Dallas, I think, in two weeks. And then I'm going up to Tahoe at the end for Drew's Ooh. birthday, Mr. Uh, Drew Nichols, the oh. real estate agent extraordinaire and, uh, like it or not, podcast host, one of them. So, uh, yeah, very excited, I, actually. I, I, love, uh, I, love, I love their podcast. I've said it before. Isn't it so wonderful? I really love the podcast, yeah. I, will, yeah, they I really like it. I know you blew it. I blew you it. Done it. I blew it. Uh, I did talk to Carter the other night, and I, he said he he's like, "Well, when are you going to come?" I'm like, "Just you know, figure out a Wednesday. I'll come." Uh, I think I could do good podcasts with them because they're real, and I like real people. And so when someone's sitting there speaking their truth like they do, uh, I can relate to that, and I can get into that because you get you know when you're sitting around in a room with a bunch of authentic people telling their truth and being their truth, and self-honoring their truth, like, I don't think there's anything better than that. I love it. I absolutely adore it. It is my favorite feeling in the world, being around, Same. like, genuine souls. Um, you know, Carter and Drew really do a great job bouncing off of each other. Uh, they really do. Carter's laughter is infectious, which is a beautiful thing. And Drew tells these funny little jokes, and Carter just laughs. And then I'm laughing by myself <laughs> on the on job site or something like that. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't listened to the Like It or Not podcast, we are strong advocates of that. I'm going to tell them they better plug our podcast because we give them a lot of juice. Uh, Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm on there, I think it's episode 34, and I talk about my near-death experience. I know that uh, a lot of you that are listening kind of heard the first story, but it goes a little more in depth. So if you're interested in hearing that, jump on over to Like It or Not podcast with Carter and Drew and really just enjoy it. So near-life experience, near-death experience, we... We all know we're going to die. Like, there's no question. We don't know when. Some people know when. Maybe they're given a, a sentence or a prognosis. Uh, so, so in that spirit, we've got to live today. We have to go for it. We have to trust. And these are, I'm saying this out loud for me. Like, I'm saying I wrote the damn book, and I still sometimes will, will not remember that I only have six months to live, you know, like I only have six days or six hours or six seconds because you don't freaking know. And if there's any time in the world that we don't know, it's now, you know. And so I think that uh, that is a convincing enough sentence to say out loud. And if you say it out loud to yourself, like, hey, am I really happy here? Am I really living my best life here? If I was going, you know, if I only had six months, what would this look like? This wouldn't look like this. I wouldn't be going, what am I going to do? I'd be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. 
And I'm telling you, I'm saying this out loud for myself. I hope I'm helping somebody else. But the truth is, I'm saying for myself, wait a minute, Kathy, you know this shit. Anyways, it'll be interesting to see where I evolve in the next month because it is going to happen in the next month. I don't know what, but it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, I'm excited for you and all your growth that you're about to endure. It's going to be powerful and magical. Just like me, it's going to be so good. And this year is going to be, the rest of this year is going to be amazing for sure. I hope so. so. All right. Well, everybody, go out, live your best life. (laughs) I want to say one more thing. I have noticed on social media from several of people that we both know and know, people posting pictures saying, living my best life, living my best life. I just out here living my best. What are you doing? I'm just living my best life. And I thought, I don't know. I'm not going to take credit for that revolution, but I'm just saying that I've noticed <laughs> it. <laughs> I've noticed it. Uh, do you know lot. if they're subscribers? I want to know. No. Actually, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if one of them is, but I know one of them definitely is. And I was like, I love the revolution of people right now in the world where there's an opportunity to go on vacation and there's opportunities to do things that people are like, what are you doing? Living my best life. And I even wrote last night, like, the best I can right now where I'm at, I'm living my best life the best I can right now for me. So I think my level is not as high as maybe other people's. But So I just thought it was really cool to see that that was a little catchphrase for people. And I'm like, hmm, I think we started something here, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether we did or didn't, we're excited that you all are here and listening with us. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, uh, help us get the word out. I hope you really enjoyed this show. I just want you to know much love and many blessings. And Kathy, any closing words? You know, I, I, I just, I, no, I, I, have, like, <laughs> uh, I would just say from what I learned last, that is follow it. Take one small step towards your bliss every day, whatever that is. And you will be living your best life within a certain amount of time. If every day you make a conscious effort to do one thing towards what it is that makes you the happiest creatively. And I'm not talking about the relationships or the people. I'm talking about your inner passion, your inner thing that you love to do. Play the piano, you know, go hiking. Like my friend, I noticed the other day she went hiking to the U and then she went back the next day and she popped a bottle of champagne and I was like, that's living your best life. Like she was not happy with just the one. She went back the next morning. Why didn't I think of that? That's a genius idea. No, and she like all of a sudden she posted a picture and she was like, it was a bottle of champagne and I was like, I love her. Like I, I just thought that is like you not she you do it once and you're like for me I'm like three days I can't move but she went back like the next day with the champagne going oh no I got this and I just thought it was so cool I'm like she's living her best life right now and she looked really happy and she was doing whatever it was that made her happy. And so I think that's what we have to do. That's my parting words is you have to make one little effort every day for what's going to make you feel good because that may be the only feel good in this miserable world that we're out there outside of our lives that we get, you know, because there's a lot of strife right now and people are, people are upset. It's a, it's a hard time. Send love and blessings to all those that are struggling in this time and may they find an easy yeah. way out. Yes. Mwah. All right. Namaste, my friend.
Namaste. Blessings on your day, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. Bye.